Allow me for the next 45 minutes to share with you informally on biblical courage. Let us all say biblical courage. I have chosen Acts chapter 4, verse 13, for a text. You will be amazed how loaded this verse of scripture is. Number one, it opens by they saw they saw boldness cannot be hidden. Boldness is not for private use. Boldness is visible. It can be seen. And the second observation, those that saw the boldness in Peter and John, they marveled. Those that saw courage in Peter and John, they marveled. You know, you may not know that even as a leader, even if you were not to say much, if you can just be courageous and be bold, you can help somebody. You can help the weak to be strong. And the second, the, the third observation, it, it the text reveals that Peter and John had been with Jesus. Never take those three observations for granted. I, I am happy our text ends with Jesus. Jesus can make a big difference in an individual Christian, in a local church leader. Jesus can make a big difference in an apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist, Sunday school teacher, youth leader, mother's leaders, men's leaders, ministry of help leaders, praise and worship leaders, or maintaining leaders, the one who leads the maintaining group. Jesus can make a big difference. I don't know how you would like courage to be defined, but I read a lot. You will never find one single phrase that will define courage. Courage is a combination of many things. 
is a, a, a mixture of many things. Courage is a mixture of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Courage is also a mixture of God's will, conviction, the mind of Christ in a person. Courage is also the word of God because courage must be influenced by a philosophy, by God and by his word. And there are many different types of, of, of courage. You can narrow them into two if you like. Good courage and a bad courage. It is a bad courage that tells a married man to sleep with somebody else's wife. And they succeed. Because they are courageous, you know. They caught one married man at my place on top of somebody else's wife. And not the peanut butter. You remember that old advert, peanut butter, it's not inside the fridge, it's on top. Now, this time, it was not an advert of peanut butter or whatever. What was it? Uh-huh. But, but this time, it was a man on top of somebody else's wife. And when he was caught... They penalt beat him thoroughly. He ended up in hospital and uh, his back was broken and, and he was on a wheelchair. And uh, he, was, he, he, he was taken to town to ask for donations. And he would write on a board that uh, uh, he was injured in e e exile. <laughs> Fighting for the freedom of black people in South Africa. There are various types of courage. 
Courage is the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face challenges, difficulties, danger, pain, hindrances, obstacles, opposition, persecution with bravery, courage, and conviction. In the forest of the animal world, the elephant is the biggest. The giraffe is the tallest. The cheetah is the fastest. The fox is the cleverest. The lion is not the biggest, nor the tallest, nor the fastest, nor the smartest, and yet the lion is the most courageous. You don't become courageous and bold by physical posture. You don't become courageous because you are tall or short, thin or stout. You become courageous when you have a little bit of the first things that I told you make up courage. You need God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. You must know something about God's will for your life and you must have also vision, a dream, aspiration, longing, and a desire, and you must also know scripture, even secular knowledge. That is why Paul said, I know whom I have believed. And he was ready to suffer, even to go to jail and die if need be, for that knowledge of God. So, Courage is not a divine gift. It is not one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It is not one of the five ministry gifts of Christ. Courage is there just like salvation for grab. Anyone who wants to get saved can get saved. Anyone who wants to be baptized with the Holy Spirit can be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Anyone who wants to be healed can be healed. The Bible says, all is yours. God has given us whatever we need in this world to make the world a better place. Let me make a statement. Without courage, boldness, and guts, you cannot get saved. Without boldness 
encourage. You cannot even receive baptism on the Holy, in the Holy Spirit. Because there are so many people who are against the Holy Spirit. You cannot get married because there are so many people who failed in, in marriage. You need to have courage in order to, to get married. You cannot respond to God when he calls you to the ministry because there are so many people who failed in the ministry. You need courage and boldness every day of your life, every week of your life, every month of your life, and every year of your life. We can learn something from these two gentlemen. Peter and John. They were ordinary people. They were made of the same material as you and I. In spite of the threats to their lives, They did not allow discouragement, which was fully addressed in the previous session, to destroy them. They were used by God in spite of what happened in Jerusalem after the day of Pentecost. In spite that Cephas was still there, the high priest, in spite that the Sanhedrinists were still there and they were still the same, they had never changed. In spite the soldiers were still there in Jerusalem who were more like Saul, who went about closing down group of Christians who were gathering in the name of Jesus, persecuting them and locking them in jail. In spite of the Sadducees, the scribes, and the hypocrites, if you have genuine confidence and courage you must succeed against the odds you must never wait until the coast is clear the coast will never clear for anybody you must know who you are in Christ and who Christ is in you, and you must know what you want in life, 
and you must continue to get what you want. In spite of gigantic waves of opposition. Courage and boldness will always be there for grabs. For anybody, there is no university for courage. There is no university for wisdom. There is no university for boldness. There is no university for guts. You must see to it that you develop courage inside of you and nourish that with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit and nourish that courage with the word of God with the will of God and nourish that courage with fellowship, with praise and worship, with doing what the word demand from you. And once you are fully nourished, you will be able to be bold and to be courageous to stand for what you believe. Now, tomorrow, because this is part one, tomorrow morning, I will be handling classic examples of those who experienced courage, boldness, and guts, and what they did through courage. I want to close with courage, boldness, and guts to get saved against all odds. And that is the basic of it. Because this is biblical courage. I don't want to discuss secular courage. We know from history, there are people like Mahatma Gandhi, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Nelson Mandela, who suffered and some of them died for their conviction and for what they believed in politics. But now you and I are in the church. Let us all say in the church. Yeah, we are in the body of Christ. There are valuable truths that you and I should stand for, suffer for, go to prison for, be criticized for, be isolated for. Now, whenever you go through challenges in life, don't always cry crocodile tears. Yeah. 
Don't always ask prayers. You must learn like Peter did. You know, one of the ways of overcoming storms in life is to walk through the storm. You must walk through the storm. Some storms, you don't walk through them. You, you, you tell them. Be still, like Jesus said. And there will be peace. But some storms don't listen. You must learn to walk through the storms. So, that is why many people uh, are scared of getting saved. You must never be intimidated by your colleagues to such an extent that you miss eternal life. When I got saved in 1960, you know, news spread all over. Sanin, that, you know, Ella, because I had a band of my own, I used to play soccer. They said, did you hear that Elijah is now mentally deranged? <laughs> he parted with his girlfriend. What type of religion is that? They don't draw a line between religion and genuine Christianity. When you are genuinely saved... You part with things. You change. You become a new creation. Old things pass away and everything becomes new. So whenever God speaks to you through an evangelist or through a born-again neighbor, and share with you the gospel about the love of God and about peace and fulfillment that Jesus gave to everybody who believes, you must respond. And you must be ready to be courageous and to be bold to differ with your friends. And come to Jesus. And you will see what Jesus will do for you. Yes. Salvation, friends, is still real. Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He has never changed in his saving power. The same gospel, the same Jesus... That saved me in 1960. Removed Daha. Removed tobacco. Removed worshipping idols. My parents were, were traditional uh, leaders. And they got saved through my ministry. I bent their witchcraft stuff. And I took them to the Litaba River and baptized them and I bent their witchcraft stuff because I was the first to get saved. 
I had to be courageous to differ with darkness, to differ with Shangan Kupasa, to differ with witchcraft practices in the home. Whenever there was lightning, we were given certain roots to bite against lightning and thunder. And I would never take it. Because if God be for me, who can be against me? So to be genuinely born again is taxing. You, you need to be courageous. You need to be bold. You need to have guts. Not only to get saved, but also to stand for salvation. In a, 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 a bad environment, to stand for Jesus. And you must also be courageous to do the Jesus thing. In a dark area, in a wrong environment, you must learn to sing the song of the Lord. You must learn to praise and worship. You must learn to pray in that environment. You must learn even to say grace for your food. When others don't consult God, the owner of these things, when they eat, they just gallop over these things. You can't eat food as though you, you have agricultural miracles of growing potatoes. All this belongs to God. That is why we say grace before we eat. You must learn to do the Jesus thing in your own family, in your own business, in your own school. Don't talk a lot about the others who have the same freedom of religion as you are. They are doing their thing. Don't you see them at airports? Yeah, they, 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 they will do this. And when you are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are hiding because you lack courage. Muslims even close their business. They say rents, dollars, francs, rupees, CDs, you can pass and go elsewhere. We will close our business and, 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 and pray to Allah. But you and I are scared to be bold to be courageous. Let us be bold, friends. Let us be courageous. Let us not hide behind bushes like Adam and Eve did in the Garden of Eden. Let us emerge. Let us come out.
Let us be the light of the world. Let us be the salt of the world. Let us be a written epistle about God the Father, about God the Son, about God the Holy Spirit, and about our Bible. And we should not be ashamed even to carry our Bibles. Let us be courageous and be bold. I read my Bible even in business class or first class in Emirates in the plane. And you know, our neighbors will look at me as if I am outdated. I am not outdated. It is just that I know my God. And I love my Bible. You see, that is why I bought a Bible like this. This is calf leather. I don't care how much I paid. It's about 2,000 rands. It is not bonded leather. It's calf leather. You know, people spend a lot of money buying whiskey. You know how much whiskey is? I am not preaching against if, if you like your whiskey, but uh, this is my whiskey. I am not ashamed of it. It gave me life. It gave me peace. It gave me fulfillment. It gave me joy. Today, I know if I was to drop dead now, I know where I am going. This is the most greatest book you, you can ever read. I have written over 40 books and those 40 books have mistakes, sometimes weaknesses, errors, even typing mistakes. And all the books I have written, they are not divinely inspired. They are illuminated. This one is divinely inspired. And that is why courage is there for grabs to every born-again Christian. Whether you are educated or not, courage is there for grabs. John and Peter, it was known in the community that they were uneducated, but their courage was visible. They, 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 they had a marvelous ability to display their God in their courage. So let us not hide, friends. Let me be prophetic. In this 21st century, Christians will be very much under persecution. Uh, 
I don't want to tell you what will persecute us, but the mere fact that we are no more where we used to be, just that alone, if you are genuinely saved, they think you are crazy. And yet they don't mean it from the depth of their hearts. It is some kind of a combination. Jealousy or confusion. Why am I like this when that guy who is born again, he is more simpler than me, more disciplined, he has a better wife, a better husband, and you, they even have more money is safe in their hands. Did you know that we, money is safe with us? If money was to talk, money would say, I am happy when I am in a Christian's hand. Because Christians will use me right. Will buy the right things. The world may have everything that money can buy. And yet the world is so miserable. That is why today is so easy to preach the gospel. You don't have to uh, go deep and preach what has never been preached to get people saved. You just preach Christ and him crucified. You just tell people that God loves them. You just tell people that Jesus died for them. You don't have to die and go to hell. We must learn to be bold in salvation. If God has been speaking to you since January about getting saved and you are scared, you are afraid, you are intimidated by relatives and friends, my advice to you is be bold. Be courageous. Come to Jesus. And Jesus will meet your needs. Your inner needs, which no one can meet. Needs like fear, emptiness, guilt, loneliness. And not knowing where you will go when you die. These are serious issues. And that is what Jesus provides when you say yes to him. And if you are saved, you better stand for salvation. Stand for Jesus. Stand for salvation and the salvation message. And we should not be shy to talk about Jesus. Let us talk about him everywhere. In the buses, in the taxis, in the plane, in government offices, in university campuses, in high school, everywhere. Let us... 
tell the people that Jesus saves. And I can tell you, I read both secular uh, and, and Christian material. I know real facts about unsaved people. In every unsaved person's heart, there is that longing and cry for help. Don't listen to them when they ridicule Christian and they say we are mad, crazy, lonely. You only stick to your wife, one wife or one husband. They admire us. They admire us. Unsaved people, they hate love Christians. They don't really hate you, they love you. And sometimes they, they have a feeling they don't really love you, they hate you, yet they don't mean it. Because deep inside, they want to be like you. Hallelujah. And it is wonderful to be saved. If you don't believe me, you must watch Christians who are genuinely born again. Wherever they come together, there is that liberty of Jesus. Some of you came here with some little pain and that just when you entered the church building, the pain is gone. It is just that Christ-like environment. It is the liberty that is in Jesus. The presence of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It is the power of this word of God. Courage, boldness, and guts is here for everyone to have. Don't pray for it as a gift. It has been given. While you are praying to have a, a, a special gift of, of, of boldness or courage, sinners are using it. But they are courageous and bold for wrong reasons. Bold to rob a bank. Bold to take somebody's wife. Bold to, 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 to rob hikes. And they succeed. Now, let us not waste time and pray too much for, for courage and boldness. It is here. Everyone can get it. Boldness to pray. Boldness to witness for Jesus. Boldness to tithe. Boldness to give offerings. Boldness to plant seeds. Boldness to love. We don't love you because... We are courageous to love under all difficult circumstances because we cannot hate 
Once you hate, you are no longer walking in the light. You walk in darkness. So friends, Peter and John, in their community, the community realized that these two were courageous because they saw it. Their, their courage was visible and it, it marved them. You and I, where we come from, where we work, where we study, can, can they see that courage in us? Can, can they see that boldness in us? Can, can they see us trusting God for, for things you cannot achieve in the natural? You know, the previous speaker was so right. We were nothing, nothing. And I know about that. And I lived that. But today, I tell you, I am another person. I am blessed from head to toe. I cannot even succeed to hide the blessings. Because the unsaved can even see it. Some would say, I went to school with Elijah. And some would say, hey, how can you school with Elijah? You know, they think uh, we are MacGyver's or Superman. We, we have just dropped from heaven. You know, some of us failed in life. We smoked dacha, sniffled benzene in order to get high. We, in the 50s, you know, we were in love, you know, with, with, with girls that you could not tell whether they are coming or, or going, you know. And today, when you look at our beautiful wives, you can think that we were tailored for them. You may be tempted to think we were born blessed. When I married my wife, she was a virgin. And I was far from being a virgin. That is what Jesus does. Many of you here will be promoted because you are in Jesus. Many of you will be blessed with blessings that does not match with your history. Because you are saved. Because your sins are forgiven. Because you are a child of God. Because you are a new creation. Old things are passed away. And everything has become new. And now, I want to pray for you. To grab that courage. And come to Jesus against the odds, against negative comments that people have made against Christianity and the church. 
I may be weak, but my Jesus is not weak. You come to Jesus and you will see what he will do for you. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads. I want to pray for you right now. Boldness, courage, and guts. Courage, boldness, and guts is here for you to grab. Boldness to get saved and boldness to stay saved. Would you like me to pray for you before I leave this platform to be genuinely born again, to be saved, to cross from death to life, to be in Christ, to be given power by Jesus to transform you, to remove bad habits you have been struggling to overcome. Be courageous. Be bold to say yes to Jesus and come to him right now. Next time I meet you, you will be another person. You will be on the road to success holistically. Would you like me to pray for you right now? Slip up your hand right now. This is your time to say, yes, Lord. I want to be bold and come to Jesus and to receive what he died for me to receive. What he resurrected from the dead for me to receive. If you want me to pray for you for those blessings, stand up on your feet, walk through the aisle, and come to the front here right now. Do so. Come. Jesus is here. Be courageous. Be bold. Come. Come to Jesus. Yes, come to Jesus.